Sound Off, and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, Northlanders, here we are on a Wednesday morning in the Northland on 610 KDAL with Sound Off. So many things. Every, you know, every every morning when I wake up at old dark 30 and start cruising through the Internet and the different papers looking for stories, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at how much news there is out there every single day. For example, this morning, the House has impeached Alejandro Mayorkas, the most arrogant, snooty bugger that I've ever seen in my life. And... Even though the House has has impeached him, it doesn't mean he's going to end up kicked out of office. In fact, he was asked uh, by a reporter this morning, uh, if if you are, in fact, impeached, which he has been by the House, will you step down? And he said, absolutely not. He knows he knows he's not going to be required to step down. He knows that he's got all the Democrats on the Senate side and and a few of those rhino Republicans out there that are going to continue to support him, even though the guy has lied, has compromised our our security on the border uh, over and over again and continues to say that the border's secure. Oh, the border's secure. No, it's not. The only place it's secure is in Texas, where the uh, uh, Texas National Guard and the Texas uh, authorities have put up razor wire, Constantina buildings. Uh, they've done everything but put gators in the water to keep people out of there. But uh, that's the only place where the border is secure even a little bit. And now we're finding out more and more that it's not secure in the northern borders up around New York State, and the only time it's uh, secure up there is when they got a big snowstorm going. So, I don't know. This Mayorkas is just, uh, you know, he's, he's just an arrogant snoot, in my estimation. Anyway, the vote was very, very close, as we knew it would be. Um, it was 214 for impeachment, 213 against impeachment. And that would change... If that vote was held in the next day or two, because as of yesterday, uh, the Democrats picked up another seat in the House of Representatives, uh, picking up the uh, the seat uh, that uh, that the very uh, highly stupid Representative George Santos, uh, the guy who had uh, literally done about everything possible, he has uh, uh, he um, he he's it has been found that he has spent his campaign money on such things as Botox treatments for himself, only fans and lodging in Atlantic City and Las Vegas. They don't know where he even got some of the money from to run for election. But the guy is just a flake. And to their benefit, the Republican Party did uh, expel him along with some Democrats, but they did expel him. Uh, so now the Republicans will only have a six-seat advantage over the Democrats at 219 versus 213. And you have to remember, even in this vote to uh, impeach Mayorkas, there were some Republicans that voted with the Democrats, uh, you know, and to to uh, to not impeach uh, Mayorkas. So um, the times are going to be very, very tight when it comes to getting anything done where anybody is going to go off of a uh, some sort of a uh, 
you know, they're going to work together basis. It just isn't happening. Uh, both parties are locking themselves. You, you can't tell me there isn't one Democrat in the House of Representatives that doesn't think that there's something wrong at our southern border. And, and that Mayorkas is the guy that's in charge of that. You, you, you can't tell me that every Democrat in his own heart of hearts and in his own uh, close the door at night and when he's all alone doesn't say to himself, holy cow, we got some problems at the border. Well, Brad, if and I who's, might. Who's in charge? Yeah, exactly. Good point. Who's in charge? It's Joe Biden. And what did Joe exactly. Biden do when he got into office? He reversed a lot of the border policies that Trump had. And the reason exactly. he did that is because Trump did it, Brad. Yeah. So he <laughs> That's comp- the only reason. <laughs> he compromised the border. And now he's saying that he can't fix the border. So he's acknowledging there's something wrong at the border. He can't fix it because the Democrats won't make it so that he can fix it. Now wait a second well, here, he, Brad. This is there's a lot of contradiction going on here. Oh yeah. Well, he's in one way he has said I can fix it if you just give me a whole boatload more of money. And yeah, that's all, attached and to all, all these other things bills. I'm looking for. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. So Mayorkas is lying, and Joe is lying, and yes. they're trying to shift blame. He is the president of the United States. He is in control of all the people that are under him. Every one of them, Brad and all the problems that America faces. And we're hearing now on some news outlets that we got a big problem at the northern border, Brad. Oh, yeah, we do. Absolutely we do. And, you know, the, these uh, these immigrants that are coming here that want to be here and that don't want to follow the rules and don't want to go through the systems, uh, they know where the faults or where the... Um, I should say, where the uh, easiest parts to get across are. And so they they go to those areas. Listen, this morning, before we get into it too deep, I want to tell you about some of the hidden things that happen in these bills. In, in, in fact, the, the bill that just got passed by the Senate, the one that was like, uh, I don't know, what was it, $69 billion or something? Uh, it was a huge amount of money anyway that was supposed to go for, um, well, it was supposed to go for the war in Ukraine to help out the Ukrainian government. It was supposed to go to help out Israel, $61 billion for Ukraine. Uh, there was money for, uh, for Israel. There was money uh, for other areas, but included in that bill. And this is what always bugs me. It bugged me when I was on the school district because there was these words that could be said a certain way that would change the entire intent of legislation. For example, the word may or shall versus the word must. When the word must appears in legislation, that means it's got to happen this way. If, if the word, if you see the word in legislation, the law may require you to keep out of the country or shall, that's, that's not legal enough. That's not strong enough. And there's a new phrase that has appeared in this $95 billion National Security Act, and it's called Other Valuable Populations. Now, what does that mean, other valuable populations? Well, it's $95.3 billion 
and it's supposed to be for foreign aid for the war in Ukraine, the war in Israel, and about $5 billion or something to go to Asia to help keep China under control as well. But in the legislation is the following. This addition of other vulnerable populations leaves room for President Joe Biden's pro-migration deputies to divert some of the funds towards migration, seeking to reach the United States, even if most of the money is used to move Arabs out of the line of fire in Gaza and to support the Ukrainian families and young men that have moved out to Western Europe. For example, here's I'm going to give you one case of it. Biden's deputies asked in August for funds to help run safe mobility offices. Boy, that's got, a, that's got a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Safe mobility offices in several countries south of Mexico. The offices are intended to offer safe and supposedly legal pathways for economic migrants who would otherwise use coyotes and cartels to move into American society. So see, we, under Joe Biden's administration, are setting up safe mobility offices so that we can implement or help out illegals to get here comfortably instead of having to go through cartels or uh, coyotes. Biden's deputies also fund U.N. groups that provide economic migrants with money, rest stops, and transportation as they trek northward from South America. Now, here's, here's one snippet that came out of the uh, U.S.-bound Haitian in Tapacula, Mexico. He, was, he explained at the border and in a, a typed message or, you know, on his cell phone, complained that the U.N. failed to make his January payment to him and now his UN debt card or debit card is empty. He's been issued a UN debit card, and every month the UN puts money into that fund to help him break United States laws and come here illegally. And we, under Joe Biden's administration, have set up mobility offices south of Mexico so that those people can have uh, a little bit of help and comfort to find them pathways, uh, you know, rest stops and money and transportation. This is bizarre. The $95 billion bill is entitled National Security Act 2024. Now, we've got to take a break. We're going to get our first break out of the way here, and then we'll come back to this, and I'll give you some more of the specific areas in the language in the bill where Joe Biden's administration have put in escape clauses so that we don't have to use all this money the way it was intended to be used. We'll be right back after our first break. I, I know that rock and roll great, that rock and roll voice there. I know that voice. That's Lady O'Collin. Hi, Brad. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, Lady O. How about you? I'm uh, wonderful. I got so many uh, 
what do you call it? Irons in the fire. March thirteenth <laughs> is a March thirteenth is a Wednesday, and I will actually be in my store on that Wednesday because John McLaughlin is going to have a book signing from eleven to three, and there'll be pints. Really? Yes, he's written a book of rites, rituals, and prayers for daily life and festivals. The Irish Book of Rites. Oh, I like that. Very much. Oh, he can speak Irish Gaelic. And and so he's going to sign the book and be there in person and talk to people, take pictures. And so that's another thing upcoming. And then I'll have Cato the Medium in April. I'll get when we get a little closer, I'll give that date. She's going to actually be at Zeitgeist for a performance. And she's stopping at my place first to kind of, you know, schmooze and sign pictures and things. So yeah, that said, yeah, and then I've got the witch balls in, and I also just got in little straw brooms, the short ones, real pretty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Covered, covered in gemstones. Really? Like to, to set up, and they've got obsidian and rose quartz. They're gorgeous. Just a little magical little thing to sweep out negative energy. Um, the, the Lady O'Connell Emporium, we are really getting... I don't think the store has ever looked this amazing since I opened way back in the day. But I'm really happy about it. And uh, the number for the store, 218-722-2240. And I can ship you a witch ball or the Balm Gilead, the healing salve that we talk about. And oh then my God, that Balm Gilead is so good. <laughs> people are telling me. And also toenail fungus, the healing salve. You know, reason, can you explain that for a minute? My wife told me that, and she, I don't know where she picked that up, but she said, if you just take some lady who call it healing salve yep. and put it on your toenails each night before yep. you go to bed, it'll cure up that, uh, that it toe fungus. It's it's amazing. I didn't really make, she didn't make it for that spirit cream, Native American made. Uh, she didn't yep. make it for that reason, but my husband deals with that a little bit, and he tried it, and it, it was amazing. It's amazing. It kills it. And so you want to wow. make sure you get your toenail fungus under control because it's systemic. It can really affect your whole body, you know, left untreated. Oh, sure. So, sure. so I like to help people out, all kinds of new teas coming in and crystals and, and books and music and events coming a lot. We're really kind of juicing it up more than we have in the past. And, you know, the mystical... Wolf Moon Cottage experience. I was gonna. I was gonna ask that. That is it. Full tonight? Are you full up? I'm full up for the next two weekends. Yes, and it's it's one eight five nine one seven one nine two to have a private in. This is a regular little cottage. You are in this with yeah. me. I serve you tea and cookies. You get a little present. A little. It's called a grigri bag with crystals and. And a little incense cone. I'm a Reiki master um, to open up the chakras of the body. And so Reiki charged is what you call it, with good intentions of peace okay. and healing. And then you could take that with you. That's a little gift. And uh, where the location of the cottage and the pricing and all that is that 218-591-7192 to get the uh, mystical wolf moon cottage experience with Lady Ocala private or Fantastic. groups up to five people. Groups of five, okay. Yep. Up to, so you up could to come with mom five. and sister and brother and everything else. And I had a couple Marines in there. 
<laughs> they didn't break the joint up, did they? They didn't break the joint up or anything. No, 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 no clearance. You know, they came in. They were awesome. And, you know, they see, they see the battle axes on the door, and the guy goes, oh, yeah. oh. yeah. He goes, so it's like this, is it? <laughs> I said, yeah, actually, yeah. You know, I have a lady. Oh, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, my wife got me a brand new uh, Marine Corps T-shirt. Cool. And on the on the front, it says, and the devil spoke into his ear and said, you can't handle the storm that is coming. And the Marine said back, I am the storm. Oh, chills. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Once a Marine, always a Marine. That's, that's the way it is. I can't get away from it. Anyway, you got so many great things, so many, so many wonderful things going at your store. Now, you're open. You're open. Just come in and take a peek because it's beyond description. And I'm a Bigfoot UFO reporting center. So, or yes, you are. And Bigfoot and UFO. Yep, both. And I'm expanding into other cryptids, too, so... There you go. Love you guys. Right. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you, my love. Happy Valentine's Day to you as well. Well, Kenny, uh, just a couple more things, and then we've got to do our uh, CBS News here. But back to this bill, the National Security Act, the 95 point whatever it is, three, I think, $95.3 billion. Remember, we're $34 trillion in debt, and we're coming up with a bill to give uh, Ukraine money to give Israel money to give everybody under the sun money, but a lot of it is hidden by that term that says other vulnerable populations. In other words, here's how it reads the loss of funding for sanctuary cities. Because in the bill that was defeated, because the Republicans decided they weren't going to go for this bill February 6th. There was at least $5 billion in domestic spending to transport, house, feed, and hide Biden's migrants during the 2024 campaign year. Get them out of the limelight. Get them out of the sight. The loss of funding for sanctuary cities has prompted protests from many Democratic politicians who recognize that their Sanctuary migration policies are deeply unpopular with voters. Without federal funds, many of the poor migrants will end up begging on the streets or local television segments that show migrants crowding into gyms, hospitals, libraries, police stations, whatever else. So GOP leaders in the House oppose the new version of the bill, saying it protects Ukrainian border Uh, from Russian troops, but does nothing to protect our own border. Well, the big thing is that the Democrats built in uh, to this bill ways that they can transfer money. Democrats can smuggle taxpayer money to migrants via many routes, says Jessica Vaughn, the policy director of the Center for Immigration Studies. Much of the funding flows to migrants via the Northside Migration Cartel of secretive government-funded non-governmental organizations such as, I hate to say this on a, uh, on a Wednesday, which is Ash Wednesday, such as Catholic Charities. It's very hard to track, she, she told Breitbart News, adding 
they end up utilizing some of the already existing long-standing federal grant programs to state and local governments that were originally established for other purposes, but which they slyly redefine or write in the regulations that the state and local governments can have extra flexibility in how they're spending the money. There's a fund of federal money that is intended to pour grants to schools, school districts for homeless students. Over the years, they've allowed school districts to use that pot of money to support programs for younger migrants dubbed unaccompanied children or UACs. They take a whole of government approach to these things. So they'll find extra extra penny that they can find in every grant program and try to make available for state and local allies to cushion the blow. For example, Democrats in Massachusetts are hoping to divert Medicare funding from poor Americans to their growing population of illegal immigrants. 22 GOP senators, shame on you, voted for the migration funding in the Ukrainian bill, which says this. Listen very carefully. This is in the, this is in the Ukrainian bill. For an additional amount for, in, for international disaster assistance, $5,655,000,000 to remain available until expended to address humanitarian needs in response to the situation in Israel, Ukraine, including provision of emergency food and shelter for the assistance for other vulnerable populations. There's that phrase again, for other vulnerable populations. For the Department of State, the bill offers an additional amount for migration and refugee assistance, $3,495,000,000 to remain available until expended to address humanitarian needs and assistance and assist refugees in response to the situation in Israel and Ukraine and for assistance for other vulnerable populations. Again, that use of the word other vulnerable populations, meaning uh, migrants, illegals coming across our border. You can take some of the money out of the funds that were set up for for uh, Israel or for the Ukraine and use it for aid to migration and refugee assistance. Well, listen, we've got to take our CBS News break. Uh, we'll continue on this fund. Uh, I found this amazing, but not not unbelievable because I've seen it before in bills where they change a word here or there. And what they did in this is they said the money's got to be used for migrants uh, for uh, Ukraine and Israel and other uh, legal uh, uh, other groups. In other words, international disaster assistance for other groups. So we'll uh, we'll be back to talk more about it when we return after CBS News. KDAL time is 1137. Some sunshine, Brad, 34 degrees. A big weekend coming up, and we've got Russ Francisco uh, up from Marine General to talk about the Duluth Sports Show this weekend at the deck. That's right, and that starts when, Russ? Is it Thursday or Friday? Thursday at 3 o'clock. 
Thursday so, of three. Yeah. All right. Boys got the booth all set. They're down putting signs, all the sales signs in it right now. The upper booth will be all uh, half price stuff, uh, clothing, hats, gloves, mitts, you know, the jackets, the bibs. Uh, there's some ice fishing up there. There's lots of snowshoes. There's uh, a lot of boots. And so those uh, those will those will all be at half price. And on the lower level, will be all the new stuff for next spring. You know, depth sounders and rods and reels, uh, all the neat stuff that uh, people will need to get out on the water. A lot of people have already turned the corner, so we're selling a lot of that stuff anyway. But uh, it'll be a good time to buy it. And we're running show specials here at the store too. Uh, and then we got the. Uh, the uh, Humber University, you know, and it's really sort of an honor to have that. We're going to be the only place in the country with it this year. So if you haven't signed up, you might consider, especially if you have a Humber unit, uh, because uh, Rod Storer will be up and he'll be trying to teach people uh, how to get the most out of their machine, you know, and it does a lot of things like makes its own maps and all kinds of stuff. So a lot of folks signing up for that. So take advantage of that. It's 25 bucks, And then when you finish the class, he'll give you a $25 gift card to Marine General. And then your name goes in a hat uh, for pre-registering. Your name goes in a hat to win several uh, $50 gift cards to Marine General. So it's Good time. So you you end up getting the twenty five dollar back and maybe even more. You could, you could. Plus, if I can get all that education, and the, the reason we're doing this is uh, it'll it'll help. It'll help us a lot when people call up all kinds of questions, uh, but it also helps the the, uh, the people at uh, Humber because they won't get as many questions. And this was supposed to be nationally done. We started on it a few years ago, and it just didn't quite get done. The pandemic got in the way and a bunch of stuff, and, and so uh, sure. we had everything in place for Duluth, and so the factory said, yeah, let's do it. So this will be the only place in the country this year, so it's, it's sort of an honor. So, so now the show is on Thursday starting at 3, and then it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I believe, right? Right, and Sunday. So we have a four-day show. Uh, we'll run those specials all the time. There'll be all kinds of factory booze there and things like that, all kinds of things for people to do, uh, not just buy stuff, but there's all kinds of things, just things of interest to come in and talk to people. A lot of factory booze, like I say, you know, Garmin and Humminbird, Minn Kota, uh, Daiwa and Shimano and Okuma, and there's just lots of stuff there. The fact that I can buy good quality products from you at 50% off, that's enough of an incentive right there. Yeah, that upper floor is going to be nuts, and so it's it's going to be a good time. So we're excited about that. Well, you should be. Russ Francisco, Marine General Supply. Don't forget, too, that there's a couple of different ways. You know, Russ is out on 15th Avenue East and London Road, Upper Side, where they've been for over 50 years. But if you are listening online anywhere in the country today and you want an opportunity to look at the kind of things that they've got available, just uh, type into your computer, marinegeneral.com. And if you find something there you want, you order it right there on the site, they'll ship it directly to your door. And the other thing is if you've got questions about downriggers, about hummingbirds, about other types of electronic devices, and you wonder whether Marine General might have it, call them on their 800 number, 1-800-777-8557. If they got it, I'm sure it's going to be at a reasonable price and they'll ship it right to your door. Marine General Supply. Great, great people here in the North End. Please stop down this weekend and see them down at the big show down at the deck. Yeah, KDAL will certainly have a presence down there. Well, Midwest Communications in general, but uh, I will be there uh, Saturday with my wife. Good. Yeah, and uh, we're going to be there Saturday from 3 to 5. And then from 5 to 7, Neil Atkins will be at the sports show at the Midwest, Midwest Communications booth. We're there every year. And look forward to it. It really is a fun time. A lot of uh, activity. A lot of people come through there. It's got to be one of the bigger ones. Um, and I think uh, I think Tracy's going to do his show live from down there on Saturday. Yes. He? Talk of the Town will do their show live. Also, there will be uh, uh, the Friday Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. 
He's going to be oh, doing wonderful. his show live Saturday as well, Saturday morning. So look for that. Saturday's usually a busy Lots day. Lots of exposure. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's always a good time. Now, we we did CBS News, right? We did. Okay, good. Uh, then I just want to finish the story, because I find this kind of interesting, that that they take a bill like this, that everybody is thinking, well, this money is specifically going to the Ukraine, to Israel, uh, to keep uh, the Chinese government at bay out in the East. And then we find out that they got these little sections called an assistance for other vulnerable populations. And what other vulnerable populations are is illegal migrants, refugee assistance. And it's money that's put into their pocket. The U.S. government and cartels use the UAC program to import child labor for U.S. jobs, encourage foreign families to separate for sequential cartel-managed migration. And then we've got the $481 million in the bill will also hire lawyers to block the deportation of young workers who take jobs and wages that would otherwise go to who? To young Americans. You know, people like maybe your children or our children. Uh, provided that amounts made available under this heading in this act may be used for grants or contracts with qualified organizations, including nonprofit entities, to provide culturally and linguistically appropriate services, including wraparound services, housing assistance, medical assistance, legal assistance, this is all in an effort to keep Joe Biden's horrific immigration problems off the front page and out of your eyesight. The new report from the Congressional Budget Office reinforces the vast evidence that federal policy of extraction, migration, shifts family wages and workplace investment toward Wall Street, toward real estate, and towards coastal states and the government. And it's all thrown in under these little headings called, what did, what did I say they referred to them as? The other vulnerable prop populations. And that means immigration. So this bill is really nothing more than a, yeah, there's money that's going to go to Ukraine, and there is money that'll probably go to Israel. But we'll see what happens when it hits the uh, House side uh, because it appears like there's going to be some strong resistance there. But the, the way government writes these bills, it's a shame. And it's a, it's a boondoggle is really what it is. Anyway, uh, now back to the state of Minnesota, because I mentioned the fact that yesterday that this sanctuary, this effort uh, to set up a Minnesota as a sanctuary state might run into some trouble. Uh, because Grant Hochlau, uh from up in Hermantown has come out. He's a Democrat. He has come out and said, you know what? Most of the people that I uh, represent in my area don't believe in sanctuary cities, don't believe in sanctuary states. <clears throat> and I'm not going to support this. Well, the Democrats only have a one vote majority. So you take that away and it's a dead deal. Well, yesterday, legislative leaders signaled that neither bill, the sanctuary state bill and the assisted suicide legislation, neither one of them appear likely to pass 
in this legislative session. Now, that's a surprise to some, I'm sure. On Monday, legislative leaders in the House and Senate effectively announced the death knell for two major pieces of left-wing legislation. The first, of course, was this uh, effort by uh, uh, some in the Democratic Party to put forward this bill uh, for sanctuary state. Uh, Melissa Hortman, the Speaker of the House of Representatives, told reporters that the proposed sanctuary state bill does not have the votes to get through both chambers. Similarly, Erin Murphy, the Senate Majority Leader, expressed her belief that assisted suicide will not be approved by the current group of Minnesota legislatures. And let's hope that there's so many people that are up for election this year that maybe we can get back to a position of divided government where these kinds of bills won't get passed through, period. Right now, a Democratic majority in the, in the Minnesota House, a razor-thin Democratic majority in the Minnesota Senate, 34 to 33, and control of the governorship, the early surrender on two Democratic wish lists, is significant. This is very, very significant if these two bills do, in fact, uh, meet their decline. Uh, that means that uh, the, the people that were looking at uh, putting them forward, uh, Feist and some of those other people that are uh, a little bit strange, over the weekend, as I said, Senator Grant Hothschild, Democrat from Hermantown, came out in opposition to the sanctuary state bill. Given the one-vote majority in the Senate— Hothschild's announcement effectively ends any chance that that bill would become law. So, got some interesting things happening. We got to go to Minnesota News, and then we'll come back with much more here on Sound Off on a Wednesday morning. time 11 53 this is the band well the song is love will make you happy or i'm sorry love love can make you happy (laughs) the band is mercy this was their only hit it came out in 1969 it went to number two brad it was kept from the number one spot by a band called the beatles and the Mm. song was get back but uh, this song went to number two love can make you happy it can. It can also make you very sad. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Valentine's Day, Brad. Happy Valentine's Day. I know it is. Yeah. And and believe me, I did not buy any fuzzy handcuffs or anything like that for, for Kathy. <laughs> Good. Good. That was on the don't buy list. Yes. Good. Do not buy that unless you want to be in a lot of trouble. And the interesting thing is... The number two item on there was flowers. Now, I went to the grocery store yesterday, and I swear, Kenny, the grocery store was just inundated with flowers. There were flowers everywhere. You thought the place was a flower shop. And I said to the, there was a nice lady in front of me in line as I was checking out. And and, uh, 
She said, well, I see you didn't buy any flowers. I said, oh, no, I don't buy flowers on Valentine's Day or for Valentine's Day. She said, good, because I've told my husband many, many times, you can buy me flowers all year long, but don't buy them on Valentine's Day. Oh, really? So, yeah. So I guess uh, that, that must be the truth. But, boy, there were a lot of people buying flowers. <laughs> there really were. Well, we wonder if he'll be in the go- in the net tonight, the flower, uh, Mark andre Fleury. I would think he probably would be, don't you? Uh, we'll see. I don't know. But Wild play tonight in Arizona. Uh, 8, 8.30. Yeah, 8.30 yeah. drop of the puck. Now you listen to the hockey game on WDSM 710 AM, the game. But wild hockey at Arizona tonight, 8.30 drop of the puck. And you heard uh, quite a good Timberwolves basketball team uh, beat oh, the Portland Trailblazers here last yeah. night. This team is really something, Brad. 38-16. and 16. They're in first place of the Western Conference. Wouldn't that be something if the franchise that, uh, well, started back in 1989, but there was a time when we had a Minneapolis Lakers team that was, I think they won five national championships. Yes, I believe so. Between the National Basketball League and then it became the NBA. But boy, if this Timberwolves team could become NBA champions, that would be be something. That would be awesome. And they could do it. It would be incredible. Well, and, and I'm I'm going to try tonight. I'm going to have my system on, and I'm going to try to listen to the game, the the wild game on our station, and watch 710. it on TV. The wild 710. on seven ten. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Our old station. Yeah. There you go. Oh, and by the way, Timberwolves basketball, that's what I was getting at. Uh, We're going to have Timberwolves basketball on this station, KDAL, your home for Timberwolves basketball. We don't carry every game, but we get the majority of them. And the next one is going to be tomorrow night, Thursday, Timberwolves at Portland, 845 on the pregame. Oh, Brad, program note. Yes. That has been moved to WDSM. So Timberwolves basketball tomorrow night on WDSM, 710 the game. All right. There you go. All right. Well, you know, we have had uh we've had visit from time to time from uh our a friend of ours that calls up to talk about gun laws. And when we come back with our number 2, there is some things working through the Minnesota legislature including a bill to outlaw transfer of semi-automatic firearms which includes the AR15. And uh, when we when we come back with the next hour, I'll tell you all about that bill, what the chances of it passing. And it's also included a buyback section of it, that if you own an AR-15 and you no longer want to hang on to it, uh, you can't transfer it, you can't give it, uh, you can't donate it to anybody, but you can sell it back to the government for some of our tax money. And we'll talk about that one uh, when we come back. That's... Uh, you know, I knew this stuff was going to start up. And oh, by the way, by by the way, the sponsor of that bill, uh, Finky, uh, Re- Representative Leah Finky, a transgender Democrat from St. Paul. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you, Minnesota's got them all coming and going right now. Uh, but we've got so much other th- stuff to talk about uh Things are happening on a national basis all over the place. So we've got plenty to talk about, including what are we this? You said the stock market's up seven or eight points today or this oh, morning. You know already? what? I haven't monitored the stock market, but uh, what do you know? Okay. 
Well, it's up uh, a, a smitten, like 10 or 12 points, but it was down over 500 points yesterday. Yeah, a big sell-off on the market yesterday. Well, that CPI came out, and it wasn't uh, too favorable. Wasn't the, the too Dow, favorable, no. The Dow is in positive territory right now. It's up 23 points. NASDAQ okay. is positive. And uh, the S and P five hundred got a long way to go to make up for yesterday, but they really they, do, maybe Brad. we'll get there. They, they really do. Yeah. Well, anyway, folks, we'll be back very shortly.